Hi everybody, it's Tom from Cricket Coach 365 and welcome to our latest podcast. Everyone, it's Tom from Cricket Coach 365 and welcome to our very latest podcast where we are delighted to be joined by Lucy Rees and Lucy joins us from uh, Gloucestershire where she's a student at the University of Gloucestershire um, on sports journalism. She's a former player I'm not so sure whether she's going to be returning soon, but we'll find out. And she's a current scorer, um, cricket sort of aficionado, coach and podcaster. So it's lovely to, to meet you, Lucy, and thank you very much for making time to joining us on this podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. So our very first question that we ask all of our guests is the same one. And uh, so I'm going to ask you it as well, which is to... Describe, explain and, and tell for the benefit of the listeners the very first time you recollect getting involved in the game of cricket. So yeah, like basically my childhood revolved around my cricket club. Um, my granddad played um, county second 11. Uh, my dad's played just club level. My brothers played, my uncle played. Um, so I was just really spending every Saturday down there. Um, and then one day I was like, why don't I play this? Um, so I started playing, um, I was okay, kind of, um, and then um, got into like the regional side, uh, the little like girls section, um, and then kind of focused more on like school and college, so I stopped playing as much, um, and said one Saturday, oh, I can, I can score the book, um, so I took up scoring, um, and then kind of a bit of a plot twist, and I turned out to be quite the scorer, um, and then I didn't really look back into playing so much. I kind of took up coaching as well. Um, but yeah, I hope to eventually pick up a bat again and, and a ball and start playing again. Brilliant. So so how old were you when you first actually did pick up a bat? So t- take us back to that, that moment and tell us about the club and how people welcomed you and were you the only girl, you know, all that kind of stuff. Paint that picture for us. So I think the youngest team we had was under nine. Um, I was about, I was seven, um, my dad took me down on a Sunday morning, um, was coached, uh, was coached by one of the players, um, and yeah, it was all boys, I was the only girl, um, I think I knew, um, about two players from, like, school or something, um, and a few other, like, juniors who I'd grown up with around the club, um, but yeah, it was quite, um, I wasn't really tormented by it because I'm quite a competitive person, so I just saw everyone, you know, all their boys, but I'm just as good. Um, and, yeah, we I played there for a few, well, in that team for, like, three years, and then moved on to under-12s and under-13s. And then when I was about 13, I got picked up by um, West Glamorgan, which is, like, the local junior, um, the regional junior section, um, which is, like, just under Wales. Um, and then just played through them until I kind of stopped playing. So how long did you, were you uh, within the, the pathway, development pathway system with uh, with West Glamorgan? So I was with them until I was about 15. I think I started playing with them when I was about 12 and stopped when I was 15 because it, um, it kind of turned into a, um, like a multi-pathway strange structure and it was just playing the same teams every week. It wasn't as competitive and as fun as it used to be. Um, so for a lot of cricketers who were keen cricketers, um, kind of stopped playing football then and just kept playing 
we weren't so keen on it. Yeah, that's understandable. And and when um you know going back to when you were younger and playing at your your local club. So did any other girls join the team, or were you still the only girl playing with all these these other lads? Yeah, so I was in the team for a while um, with just the boys, and then we had um, we signed. Well, we didn't sign. Um, they was um, one of the senior players um, has got a set of twins, so they came into the team, and um, another player as well who's who's my age, so she came in as well. So it was about four of us. Um, but I think I think a few of them are still playing at my local club now. Yeah. Oh, that's good. And and what recollections do you have? Um, you know, good or bad. Uh, what recollections do you have of that time when you played? You know, sort of under under nines, under elevens, under twelves, uh, club cricket. Um, you know, whether it was intense rivalry against local opposition or whether it was um, you know, very very supportive throughout. Uh, what what are your recollections of of those younger years when you kind of first started playing? So I think there's some interesting uh, use of words there for uh, for me listening to you because uh, a lot a lot of people that we've had uh, chatting to us and recollecting those those early years of playing are representative of what you described where you know they're they're pretty much the only girl um so being competitive has helped because boys tend to be quite competitive individually um for those who aren't competitive um it can feel a little bit daunting but that wasn't the case uh, for you uh, so you found it fun, you had that competitive element to it um, and you were treated as an equal, which I think is you know really important to to understand because uh, that's not always the case either. Um, and um, and was, was did that kind of did you feel that that continued when you went into the, the district environment or was it different because it was all of a sudden it was all girls um, and therefore there was a different dynamic? What, what are your recollections there? Yeah, so that camaraderie, that team spirit, um, was important to you. And were were the uh, I know you said you um, you found it uh, less sort of interesting as you started to play the same teams over and over. Uh, but what what were the travel distances like? What were the what was the standard like um, compared to your your club experience? So before I went to the whole mixed up region. 
it stand to be honest we traveled from like swansea area to like newport which is over an hour um at one point we went up to north wales um and i remember opening the batting with alex griffiths and she's now playing western storm and wales women and will probably go on to play for england i think um and it was just it was just such a good standard and i was you know i prob- probably wouldn't get in the same team if we were all still playing now but just to have just good quality players um playing in your team and against you um was just really good to have it just kept the, the competitiveness not just like oh we're playing a friendly because we're a women's team or whatever um and then a lot of the girls as well knew them from like the welsh squads so it was nice to see teammates in other teams as well, if you know what I mean. Yeah, uh, that's good to hear. And, and then, go on, sorry. Uh, and then looking back to, at that towards like club level, um, you know, I was bringing back, oh, you know, um, I've hit some really good balls on Sunday, for example, and then playing on like a Tuesday night. Um, it was like just kind of like a net session then really, just um, playing back with the under-12s or whatever, under-13s. That's a very mature way of looking at it because um, not every youngster at that age um, takes that view. I think um, it's a very it's a big compliment to you that that you looked at it um, as a kind of a, an extended practice. Um, what I was going to ask you about was uh, your you know so you now you're a coach yourself. Uh, what what are your recollections of the coaching styles that you experienced both at club level and at district level? Um, so I'd say. Um kind of similar because uh, my dad was one of the coaches at the club um, but he was also a coach um, by he was also employed by Wesker Morgan um, in the men's like the boys section so the whole like coaching curriculum type thing um, was kind of the same um, and he's kind of the junior coordinator at my club so I'd say it was the standard was kind of the same um, and he's quite competitive as well so that helps <laughs> And from a, what about from a tactical point of view or a psychological point of view? So uh, one of the things that I've mentioned to a number of our guests is that I've got this coaching resource, which uh, Hannah might have mentioned to you, which are uh, effectively coaching questions. They're presented on cards that can fit into your pocket. Um, and the, the coaching questions cover every aspect from a technical perspective. So batting, bowling, fielding, keeping, etc. But they also um, ask questions around tactical knowledge or tactical awareness, psychological aspects of you know, preparing for a game or when you're in a game, how you deal with pressure, how you deal with disappointment, how you deal with uh, setbacks, deselection. Um, so what what about those kind of things in terms of your your playing experience, uh, but but also, you know, moving into to coaching? What are your thoughts on those areas? Yeah, so we, we touched on this, I think, a lot at West Morgan. Um, so long ago. <laughs> uh, I think we touched on it a lot more in the club level. Um, obviously, I was spending like, a lot of time with the girls I was playing with. We were training on a Sunday um, and midweek, and then playing, if we weren't training on a Sunday, playing on a Sunday and midweek again. So a lot of it was a lot of like these little team tactic talks and stuff, um, where it's club level, you just kind of turn up, play, and then once a week you co- you train. But, you know, there's no real involvement you're just kind of playing for the club rather than being involved like I was with the regional setup yeah okay that makes sense so so what was it that kind of um drew you to um oh well not so much away from playing because I think you've covered that but what was it that drew you towards scoring as a an area of interest for you 
and stuff like this. Um, and I think one day my dad brought the score book home and moaned about the state of it, and it was literally unreadable. And I looked at him and went, I could do a better job than that. And he said, go on then. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, and then the next Saturday, I sat in the score box with our scorer. He taught me how to score, basically. Um, and then I took it back to the score book, the, score, the club after the match. Um, and everyone was like, oh, look how neat this is. It's amazing. Um, not everything added up. Not really for the next four weeks. Um, but it was neat. Um, and then I got the hang of it then and started enjoying it. Started learning from it as well. Um, and I think that was 2000 and... I think that might have been 2015. That was the year I scored for the seconds. And then the, that winter I was like, oh, I might learn the laptop because this was like all coming about basically this new software. And I was like, oh, I might use this. So I started, I downloaded it and tried it, I think, in like a England, South Africa T20 or something on TV. Um, and then I was like, oh, I'll do this for the seconds this year and then use it for the first the year after. Um, but the club said to me, no, we want you in the first this year. So I was like, okay. Um, and then I was like, okay, this is a big thing. First team, Division One. oh my gosh. Um, so I sat my level one scoring course, uh, which was book-based. Um, and I, I knew what I was doing, basically. Um, but then I was sent that year in the July to score three weeks at um, London Schools Cricket Association Festival. Um, and I'd, I was only 15 at the time, so I was like, okay, this is a big deal. Um, but I've never been one to like shy away from opportunities. So my dad basically said to me, oh, um, right, we'll drop you off on the first day. But when you come back, you can get the train back. And I was like, okay, that's fine. So I rang him up on like the Thursday before I was coming back. And he's like, right, you've got to go to London, go across the tube and then get the train. And I was like, I'm 15. Are you actually sending me? He's like, yeah, you'll be fine. Um, so I was fine. And then I came back on weekends and scored for the club on the Saturdays. Um, but yeah, that was three weeks. Um, and that year I was also picked up as well by Cricket Wales, um, by Adrian Shaw and an umpire called um, John Prickett. Um, and they asked me to score their under 15, so I did a lot of games for them as well. And that was that was a really good standard of cricket. Um, that's when I started more enjoying watching as well, I think. Because um, obviously these boys, they were like only 15 and 16, but they were just amazing. Um, and I had like a really good setup as well. So my dad knows Adrian Shaw quite well. Um, so it was just nice, um, the whole... Like, he used to pick me up for games and stuff, and obviously it was just, like, perfect, basically, the way it was set. So so when, so when you said you started scoring in 2015. Um, when What year was it when you were um, invited to the London Schools Festival? Um, so that was 2016. OK. And I was also invited to, to um, score an MCC corporate date lords in the September of that year as well. Wow. I mean, just amazing. What an amazing story to go from never having scored before to all of a sudden, you know, okay, admitting that you're a bit of a, a neat freak and so on, but being laid down a challenge by your dad to have a go in your local club. And then within a very short per period of time, you're, you know, you're being whisked off to London, being asked to get back by yourself, mind you. Um, and then, uh, you know, then the MCC um, corporate day and then cricket Wales. So, I mean, you know, looking back on it, do, how does that, how does that sound and feel to yourself? Um, at the time, it was kind of like I'd never been to Lords before, for example. 
but it's like oh my gosh that's that was a big deal um and then most recently i was i was there three weeks ago scoring as well for an actual mcc game um so that was another like big deal and i was like oh my gosh i've, I've scored at lords twice now this is mad <laughs> and i tell people and, and i when i tell people it doesn't sound like a big deal but then they they like say it back to me i'm like oh yeah <laughs> No, it's, it's definitely a big deal, Lucy. It's definitely a big deal. Um, so, for, so for any youngsters, particularly girls, who are, um, you know, thinking about, you know, what other opportunities outside of playing the game uh, there might be to keep them interested and staying connected with the game, um, what would you say to them based on your experience to date of having moved from a playing role to a scoring role? Yeah, brilliant message. Well done. I think um, it's 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 so true. But I think you're right to point out that it's perhaps not there's not as much coverage. There's not as much information sharing or communication about um, other areas that you can get involved in the game um, outside of playing. Playing obviously um, is there's you know there's clear reasons why everyone wants to to know about playing. But uh, there's more to life uh, in cricket than just playing. And I think your example is a fantastic one for for any youngsters who perhaps have an interest in not just being neat and tidy in terms of writing, like you describe yourself as, but actually enjoy the the sort of the studying of the game, the tactics of the game, uh, the the quirks and nuances of how scoring works, and the you know it's good for your mental maths if you like numbers and statistics and analysis. Then scoring is a great option, isn't it? Again, I mean, you're very modest the way you just dropped that in there, but I mean, that's amazing, you know, uh, to, to actually design your own wagon wheels, absolutely incredible. Um, so, you know, well done. And a, again, a great example of how using your own skills, using your interests and using your knowledge, you can apply all of those together into producing something brilliant as you have done there. So is would you say that um, scoring is more of your, um, you're, you're more into your scoring than you are your coaching? Or would you say coaching is on a level, how would you describe your um, your interest and relationship with coaching now? Um, so I started coaching when, I'm trying to think how long it's been, it's probably been about four or five years, I think. Um, and at the time it was kind of, I can't really remember how I got into it. I think I was just, I think I went down with my dad and he was like, oh, do you want to take some of the end of the nines? I was like, yeah. Okay. 
guest check through my scoring, so I was like fine to do it and stuff. Um, and obviously with a playing background, I knew what I was doing. Um, and then it's kind of just progressed since then. So the year after, we had all stars at our club. Um, so I started taking them as well. Um, and now I'm taking the under 13s, I think they are, um, with um, another coach. And then on a match night, I do the scoring and he does the umpiring. Um, but yeah, it, it's something I just kind of fell into as well. Um, but it's picked up a lot more than it used to. So um, as I said, I've done my qualification and then All-Stars. And this year I've been picked up by a club in Gloucestershire as well. And I'm, I'm training tonight, I think, yeah. Um, so I'm, in, I'm enjoying it at the minute a lot more than it's like progressed, yeah. And, um, and how many uh, young women are there that you've come across um, who are coaching in clubs? Um, so there's, I think there's four at my club, the four, the three I mentioned earlier that were playing with me. Um, and I think, um, I don't think there's that many, um, but it's something I'm quite passionate about because when I was training at my club as a junior, there wasn't any, um, but it was fine for me because my dad was coaching. So I kind of had someone to speak to or whatever. Um, but then when I went to the West Morgan setup, we had two coaches, um, Amy Reese, which is, she's still big noise at Cricket Wales, and Gwen and Davis, who's now playing for um, the Birmingham team in the RHT fr- uh, trophy. Um, so that was um, like a big deal. I turned up, I was like, oh, you know, we've got women in coaching us, we've got girls in the team. Um, and as I said, it goes back to that like positive vibe. Um, and where I'm training at um, Cheltenham Civil Service at the minute, um, we had a little girl turn up last week um, and she was a bit nervous and that, and she saw that I was coaching and she just, she lit up, like a smile lit up in her face and she's like, oh, you know, they've got a woman coach. So I think it is something that um, clubs should have in place or at least like um, a woman there, maybe on like something just to have that like connection really. Yeah, very well said, and I totally agree with you. Um, I think there should be more uh, females represented in cricket across the, the board, actually, not just uh, coaching, scoring you've mentioned. Uh, I think also on the, you know, on club committees, um, and, I, and I don't mean just in sort of administrative capacities, but sort of management capacity, um, because that then you know, gives a, di- a different sense of perspective and values, which um, I think is, is really healthy for, for cricket, but not just cricket, but life in general. Um, so may- maybe people listening to you um, in, our, in our podcast will, you know, be inspired to, uh, to follow in your footsteps. So not only to try their best in a, a playing capacity, but also to consider umpiring, which you've mentioned, um, scoring, obviously, and coaching, uh, because uh, there are lots of different avenues to explore um and you're representative of of having tried your hand at you know two or three of those and done really well in all of them so um it's a it's a pleasure to have chatted with you um and thank you very much for for sharing um some of your your life involved in cricket which sounds as though it's full on to say the least uh good luck with your uh, ongoing studies at university of gloucestershire with uh, your sports journalism um and uh and please continue to to spread the word as far as um you know women in coaching is concerned and women in scoring is concerned lucy yeah brilliant i've enjoyed it
There we go. Thanks for listening, everybody. As a reminder, each Cricket Coach 365 podcast will be released every Friday at 6pm on Spotify and Apple Play. After listening, please leave us a positive review on Spotify and share it with your friends and contacts. You can also follow us on Instagram at cricket underscore coach 365. Have a great day.